It's Friday, January 27th, 2023. Welcome to episode 38 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Thieler. In this edition of the Postcast, from distinguished to extinguished, Alameda Unified School District gets an earful from parents as a potential closure of Bay Farm Middle School looms. Your rights as a renter if your apartment was flooded, the waste stream and how to reduce it, congratulations to the Lincoln Middle School Lions, Alterina Playhouse serves up some laughs, open air opera coming to Alameda Point, Mr. Evanoski is back with tales to tell, and a name you know from the airport may soon be in your pocket. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story... Two weeks ago, on episode 36, I discussed how Bay Farm School had been named to the list of California Distinguished Schools. Now the school was back in the news for an entirely different reason. On Tuesday, Alameda Post's Karen Jensen reported that the January 10th meeting of the Board of Education included the 2023-2024 strategic plan for Alameda Unified School District. And in that plan was a gradual phase-out of Bay Farm Middle School, beginning with no 6th grade class being assigned in August of 2023. Let's look at the timeline from there. Parents on Bay Farm Island learned of the potential closing after word spread in wake of the meeting. A Save Bay Farm Middle School Facebook group was formed, and a letter-writing campaign ensued. One of those letters was published in the Post's opinion section. On January 12th, Superintendent Pascal Scuderi sent a letter to Bay Farm School parents apologizing for the, quote, absence of sufficient communication, end quote. He noted that the board has, quote, long contemplated the issue internally, but our external communications have been lacking, end quote. Additionally, the district posted an extensive FAQ on their site explaining the rationale behind the proposal. On Monday, students staged a protest outside the school. Superintendent Scuderi informed parents that community input would be welcomed at a Zoom meeting on Tuesday. Tuesday's meeting almost exceeded the Zoom limits for participants, and 81 people requested to speak. That necessitated cutting speaker time from 2 minutes to 90 seconds each. The majority of people spoke in favor of keeping the school open, citing the advantages of a smaller school for many students. Lack of communication was cited, with speakers noting that there had been no community input into the process, despite it being discussed internally by the district since last August. One speaker, Alex, pointed out that Bay Farm Middle is an open enrollment school, but was not listed as such on the district's school site locator. An open enrollment school means a student may elect to attend the school, even if it's not in their neighborhood. Also during the meeting, funding for various programs at Maya Lynn and Amelia Earhart Elementary was discussed. The district intends to make a decision about that funding, as well as the potential closure of Bay Farms Middle School, at their February 14th meeting. For a complete look at this story, including links to the sites and groups I just mentioned, find Karen Jensen's articles at alamedapost.com news. The rains of December and January may not have wreaked the havoc on Alameda that they did elsewhere in California, but for some people, flooding was definitely an issue. That issue gets complicated when you are a renter. Who's responsible for damages and loss? Kind of like a Facebook relationship status. It's complicated. You may know the Post's Jeff Canberra primarily as the human companion to MOOF, our roving canine reporter. Well, Jeff is actually a lawyer with a practice and tenants' rights. While reading an article is no substitution for actual legal counsel, Jeff has done an excellent job describing the process and outlining the services that are available to renters who might be dealing with the repercussions of our recent weather. Find Jeff's guide at alamedapost.com features. When you live on an island, one of the things you really need to pay attention to is your waste stream. Alameda's Zero Waste Implementation Plan was initially developed in 2010 and updated in 2018, 
couple of new developments are helping that goal become a reality. Stop Waste is offering $1.1 million in grant opportunities to nonprofits, businesses, and institutions with projects aimed at increasing individual, business, and community involvement in the prevention of waste in Alameda County. Applications are due no later than March 3rd at midnight. From food waste prevention and recovery to reuse and repair grants to switching to durable transport containers, there are multiple opportunities to help reduce the amount of trash headed to landfills. These grants can help offset the cost of transitioning to a lower waste profile. Alameda County Industries, the city's waste hauler, is rolling out new improvements to Alameda's annual on-call cleanup program. For the first time, Alameda residents who live in multifamily complexes can now take advantage of an annual cleanup program. Additionally, ACI is now recovering reusable items including clean, undamaged dishware, toys, sports equipment, non-upholstered furniture, clean and dry clothing and accessories, framed picture and art, books, magazines, CDs, and DVDs. These items for reuse should be set apart from items for disposal and labeled reuse for ACI to recover and process accordingly. ACI has provided a great guideline to what qualifies as a reusable item. Basically, would you give it to a friend to reuse? For a look at both the Stop Waste Grant Program as well as ACI's updated services, see alamedapost.com news. The Lincoln Middle School Lady Lions basketball teams hit the twofer this month, winning the Alameda Education Foundation Girls Basketball Championships in Division I and II. The Division I squad capped off an undefeated season with a 42-19 victory over Wood Middle. In Division II, Lincoln defeated Academy of Alameda 25-13. Alameda Education Foundation took over running middle school sports for the district in 2009. Approximately 650 6th through 8th graders benefit from the program over the course of a school year with fall co-ed volleyball, winter girls and boys basketball, and spring track and field. The work of AEF goes well beyond competition, helping students prepare for high school. For more about the tournament and the work of AEF, head to alamedapost.com features. As I mentioned last week, Altarina Playhouse has opened their 85th season with Wendy McLeod's Slow Food. This three-character comedy follows a vacationing married couple as they wind up in the last available restaurant in Palm Springs. Complicating matters is a waiter that our own Gene Kahane describes as, quote, every bad waiter you've ever experienced or heard your friends tell about, complicating your order with too much information, too much attitude, and the kind of gastronomic snobbery you never get at a drive through end quote. This comedy runs weekends through February 19th. Looks like a great choice for a little Valentine's Day fun. Find Gene's review at alamedapost.com slash features and showtimes at alamedapost.com slash events. This March, get ready for a visit from the San Francisco Opera as they bring their production of Boheme Out of the Box to the Radium Runway. In partnership with the city and Radium Presents, this abridged version of the Puccini classic La Boheme will be presented next to Seaplane Lagoon the weekend of March 10th through 12th. Boheme Out of the Box is an hour-long presentation, and there will be food and beverages for purchase. The show itself is free. Great trivia. La Boheme was the very first opera produced by the San Francisco Opera all the way back in 1923. Details at alamedapost.com features. It's been a while, but our popular walking history tours are back. This Sunday, January 29th, join editor and East Bay historian Dennis Evanoski at 10 a.m. as we explore the architecture and stories along Peru Street. For a preview and tickets, visit alamedapost.com tours. Have you ever wondered what a Peru is? I'll give you that answer at the end of the postcast. Speaking of history, if you've ever driven to the Oakland airport, you've probably seen the sign celebrating Bessie Coleman, the first African-American female aviator. You might have even driven on Bessie Coleman Drive. 
Now you can take Ms. Coleman with you. As part of their American Women Quarters series, the U.S. Mint is releasing a 25-cent piece commemorating this groundbreaking pilot. You can see a preview at usmint.gov. AlamedaPost.com slash events, your source for events of interest. Let's take a look at what's coming up. We find the Alameda Farmers Market Saturday from 9 to 1. Don't forget the market also runs on Tuesdays in that same time slot. Pause for Purple Hearts will be on board the USS Hornet Saturday from 11 a.m. till 1.30. It's an organization that improves the lives of America's warriors who are facing mobility challenges and trauma-related conditions such as PTSD by providing the highest quality assistance dogs and canine-assisted therapeutic programs. They will be on board with an information booth and some of their dogs for you to meet. Please drop by and see them, find out what they can do, and learn how you can help and utilize their services. It's the fourth Saturday of the month. That means it's time for the Myers House and Garden Tour. This beautiful 1935 home on Alameda Avenue is open for tours from 1 p.m. until 4, with the last tour starting at 3. Your cash-only donation of $5 gets you a docent-led tour, a visit to a large display of Alameda's house styles and details, and a glimpse into Henry Myers' architectural studio. Looking for something different as you prep for Valentine's? How about the Bloody Valentine, a bizarre bazaar, hosted by Magpie and Thorn at 2305 Santa Clara. That's just a sample of events. For the full list and a look ahead, visit alamedapost.com slash events. Thank you for supporting nonprofit news for Alameda. See all the benefits of membership at alamedapost.com slash memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Starting this week, you can also find us on Tumblr and Mastodon. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcast or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 39 of the Alameda Postcast. Oh, what's a Peru? It's a fish. Take the tour and ask Dennis about Alameda street names and fish. You'll be glad you did.